Welcome to AM Best Audio. This afternoon we have with us Ahmad Noor Aziri Abdul Manaf. He is the CEO of Malaysian Re. Good afternoon, Aziri. Thank you for taking the time to have a little bit of a chat with us today. Good afternoon. Um, it's been a, an eventful two days here at the Singapore Reinsurance Conference, I think with over 3,000 delegates. Yeah. To me, that's a sign that the reinsurance industry is again getting a little bit more consolidated and looking at the world in a more globalisation sense. How is that impacting Malaysian Re with their operations in Malaysia? Well, uh, Malaysian Re, we play a big role in Malaysia, definitely. Uh, we are the biggest uh, reinsurance company in Malaysia, having 50% of the market share. Uh, then again, we do play quite a big role in ASEAN as well. We do lead some programs there. And uh, looking at the globalization, one of the areas that we are focusing at is actually to increase our participation across. Uh, in terms of uh, the business itself, being a reinsurance that uh, do worldwide uh, businesses, we need to be uh, far-reaching in yes. terms of providing our capacity and uh, know-how. So for, on that note, uh, we have been expanding our business uh, from the ASEAN Pacific region to the West. So another, uh, the new focus area for us actually in Europe and of course in the US. Okay, so in a sense it's a geographical spread of risk as you try and grow the balance sheet and your client base. From a capital perspective, where do you see Malaysian replace and where do you see the general, uh, the reinsurance industry in general in terms of capital sustainability, the quality of capital and are we seeing a new entry your capital into the marketplace? Mm, good question. Capital is always the key issue, I think, for most uh, reinsurance companies in the world. Uh, this business that we are in uh, requires uh, tons of capital in terms yes. of how you're going to do the business. Uh, for example, uh, formulation re, as we are subject to our RBC, yes. uh, the requirement is quite high. Thus, we have to play and make sure that uh, the every capital that we are going to use uh, does bring the kind of return that is required by our shareholders as well. Uh, in that sense, uh, we are looking at how to maximize our capital utilization. We are looking at, uh, besides the geographical uh, spread, we are looking yes. at uh, spread of lines of business as well. For example, PA will have less requirement in capital. So yes. we have to make sure that we, uh, as a reinsurance company, uh, have those kind of spread similarly. Cap will definitely uh, take a lot of uh, capital similarly Certainly. to long tail liability. Yes. So in our case, we are looking at uh, besides uh, the miscellaneous accident or PAs, uh, we are looking at also uh, in the marine uh, short tail business. Yes. So this is where, uh, how we're going to balance uh, capital utilization uh, at the end of the day, ensuring that uh, the kind of uh, returns commensurate to the exposure that we're carrying. No, I appreciate that. That's. Uh it's a very good executive summary of what's happening there. So in, in terms of, if you like, alternative capital markets, mm -hmm. which these days seem to be, uh, instead of competing, actually supporting the mm. traditional reinsurance markets, could you give us some insights on how that affects you? Or? Okay, uh, you look back five, ten years ago uh, when the ILS has come into the play uh, yes. in the reinsurance world. Uh, where you have, you've been looking at about 10% uh, increase yes. uh, gradually, year by year. So, how does it impact us? Basically, with the introduction of new capital, 
uh, that has somewhat give pressure into the traditional capital itself. So competition okay. is there. Yes. But uh, what we are seeing now, especially for last year after uh, the event that we have that we have seen, especially the net catastrophe event. Yes. Yes. So that has reduced in terms number of uh, capital, or there have been quite a number of trap capital as well yep. from the LS market. So this bodes well to the traditional uh, capital, whereby we can now uh, somewhat uh, uh, of, uh, increase uh, the cost. Uh, sorry, increase the pricing in terms of uh, the risk that we're going to take. Yes. And at the same time, when the capital comes back to the market, currently what we are seeing is that everybody is in the same mind in terms of how the market should work or move towards. Okay. And, and, and with the, uh, Azari, with the current, if you like, geopolitical tensions, <laughs> uh, and we won't go into any details, <laughs> how are you finding that's in, impacting, one, your capital, but two, your access to capital and the sustainability of that capital? I guess we are lucky. We do not have uh, a lot of involvement in certain area of the, uh, the market. Uh, right. Thus, that meaning uh, we do not have much impact in terms of our capital. Our capital largely coming from our shareholder, which is the uh, sovereign fund of uh, 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 the Malaysia government. Yes. So, in that sense, and then the area of growth that we are looking at is actually uh, not that destructive in terms of uh, being impacted by geopolitical situation. Okay. Nonetheless, we have to be mindful. Things may change. Things are changing quickly yes <laughs> so in terms of using the capital as well uh, when you want to uh, introduce the new market especially you have to be really you have to ensure that uh, the quality of the business there the long-term uh, impact to the market itself have yes. to be uh, yeah. reviewed okay uh, you, you mentioned earlier that uh, Malaysian we're sort of going through a little bit of an expansion phase mm -hmm. and part of that is a uh, byproduct as well can I ask where Malaysian Re is placed with, which is a very topical in this conference, is cyber security. Oh, okay. Uh, cyber security, we have been looking at cyber security for the last, uh, seriously, the last three, four years. Okay. Uh, so yes. we are looking at it from the perspective of uh, what can we do in this space. Uh, at the same time, we would like to learn more about the cyber uh, protection that being uh, offered in the market yes. and to bring to our market as well. In Malaysia, what we need to do is to bring new products as well. And right. cyber is one of the areas that we're looking at to provide coverage for uh, for personal cyber. Yes. That has been quite a big demand. Okay. Uh, and then we are, we are currently uh, working together with uh, some of our uh, partners uh, locally and overseas right. to see whether or not will be able to provide this kind of uh, coverage to the local market. Uh, at the same time, in the national front, we are looking at expanding this uh, cyber uh, protection that, that, that we are looking at. Uh, however, we have to tread it carefully, yes. considering that uh, the nature of business is uh, quite difficult to phantom. Yes. This is kind of like a black box. Yes. You don't know where exactly, how, yeah. how deep is the hole. So, so be mindful in terms of what you're... It's almost, Azari, that you're implying there's a maturity of the understanding what cyber is. Customize your data experience. Best Link now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company-level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and Sparkline performance histories. 
Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer ratings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. We understand what cyber is, but we actually don't know how that mm, impacts mm, mm. business interruption and data is key, but what was the purpose of this data being stolen? So it'd be really interesting to see where Malaysian Re goes over the next year or two <laughs> of that one. Where, uh, I have heard of some companies doing this as a standalone product, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. their uh, the claims experience, well, there's just not a lot of knowledge in that yes, area. Yes, yes, yes. And especially after we are going through the, after COVID, post-COVID, where people are now online a lot more, yeah. using technology a lot more. So the exposure is going to be slightly different than before. Yes. Indeed, yeah. last time it's all about uh, big corporation, even the business, uh, the policy being offered to SMEs and larger corporation. But right. now, a lot more people are exposed to this uh, cyber threat. Yes, okay. So it's something that people have to be mindful of, even mm. when you use a phone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who, who is actually listening to that call? Yes, probably my wife. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I hear what you're saying. It's a, it's a little bit frightening, the uncertainty and the unknown. In terms of, um, so Malaysian Re is looking at this expansion phase. Mm. How does the regulatory environment impact on you? Uh, from memory, Malaysian Re, they'd be regulated by Bank Negara? Yes, uh, the central bank. Yes, and but when you're expanding overseas, are you getting caught by some of the hurdles of the regulatory environments there? <laughs> Can I comment on this? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. We are subject to Bank Negara regulation, central yep. bank regulation, definitely. We have this RBC regulation that uh, applies to us and all entities that uh, transacting business in Malaysia. There are things that we can and we cannot do. Uh, the terms of competition that they've done. Of course, uh, when we look at uh, how, uh, how capital can be better utilised, we, yes. we, we have done our own uh, economic capital. Uh, to make sense in terms of what is RBC and what is the economic capital. Yeah. We have seen the difference. But of course, uh, how to move forward is all about uh, engaging the regulator similarly. Let yes. them understand uh, what is different between insurance and reinsurance especially. Because for reinsurance, we spread our risk across. Yes. Yes. There should be some benefit in terms of uh, having that. Uh, there's some hiccup in terms of how we're going to trans act the business, especially uh, where market that requires some sort of like uh, LOCs, for example. Yes. So that has somewhat hampered our uh, expansion to certain markets. But by LOCs, you mean letters of comfort? <laughs> Letter of credit. <laughs> but yes, I, I, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. It's, um, I wish you good luck too, by Thank the way, you. when you're dealing with those regulatory hurdles. Because uh, quite often the motivations, as you could probably yeah, share with us, different. are very different in mm -hmm. each country. What would you consider to be the highlights of this conference? Uh, the highlight of this conference, I, I guess, uh, what we can, the one thing that I can take out of this is uh, how we're going to as reinsurer, yes, what we have, what we faced the year before, and mm -hmm. how we're going to. Uh, ex uh, explain this to our clients now. Yes. So, as you can uh, imagine, uh, last year was uh, uh, a big jump in terms of uh, everything. Yes. So, people were caught by surprise. But this time around, uh, we have more ample time so that we'll be able to make uh, our client understand where the direction of the market currently is going. 
That's a really good comment because what we've been hearing, Nazario, over the last couple of days, everyone has a little bit of a different viewpoint of where the cycle is at the moment. So I'd be interested in your views where you see the current cycle. I mean, the current cycle, I believe, is still going to remain uh, stable. I would say the use, uh, I use the word stable, but however, there will be an increase in terms of terms that we're seeing. will not be a lot, depending on the, uh, on the merit of the program itself. Yes. Uh, if you have a loss, definitely going to be some uh, adjustment. Yep. If not, depending on what, what you have seen before, yes. they, will be, may, they may have some adjustment or not. But I don't think so there will be any pressure in terms of, of softening the terms at this point of time. Yes. I believe at this, uh, currently, most capital, most uh, insurer are looking at it the same way. Yep. Uh, be, a lot of us are still reeling in terms of uh, the losses that we have seen the last five years. Yes. Uh, the most important thing for us now to see, currently, uh, the last 10 months have been very, very good. Yes. A lot of companies are posting double digit. Which is a, a change which is, is good for the actual yes. industry. Yes. Yeah. But however, uh, we are not uh, out of the woods yet. Yes. You still have the uh, two months left, which actually, uh, we have to look at uh, the US yep. and uh, Europe. Uh, the hurricane season and the nearly finished the hurricane season, but you never know. You never know. Not true, true. You never and know. And we have heard some stories about. So, so what are you afraid of? Something might happen. Some, yes. If something happened, yeah. then going to change everything again. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and we still got the winter season coming up in yep. uh, in Europe. Europe as well. Yeah. Okay. And do you see the advantage, if you like, having a collective of all these people here? that there's um, a common theme about how we should be approaching reinsurance because as you pointed when we were having a little bit of a chat offline there, the impact that COVID did with communications, relationships and trust, mm -hmm. all right, we need to get back out there. And it's, it's almost like, I think there's 3,000 delegates here. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe too many, but it, it, it's a great opportunity to bring everybody together and actually get a little bit of a consistent theme mm -hmm. going forward. Do you have any views on that? Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing that we can uh, uh, come to us, uh, a, a point where everybody can discuss things yes. individually or in a collective manner. The, the point is that uh, whatever direction that you want to go to have to be expressed uh, in a cleaner and uh, uh, concise manner yes. so that uh, both parties understand. Yep. Uh, I believe that uh, this this platform has given the opportunity for reinsurer and insurance alike yep. uh, to be more com uh, comfortable with each other. Yes. So uh, last and year, they're good things. They're yeah, good it's things. a good thing. Last year, you know, you tend to see like, oh, uh, they are trying to do this, they're trying to do that. <laughs> you, you raise a good point, but I'm not allowed to say anything further on that matter. <laughs> one, one of the comments that you, I picked up on there, you're talking about uh, uh, policy wordings and retention. Hmm. And one of the things that uh, has, has also been a little bit of a theme talking to people of, of your calibre, Aziri, is that with retentions being high, insurers are now, if you like, enforcing greater corporate governance hmm. and risk management processes from their clients, which is also helping the industry turn the corner, if that yep. makes sense. So there's better in an overall concept that better risk management practices is better outcomes for mm -hmm. everybody. Have you got any views on that, especially because Malaysia is actually quite a unique environment? I think, think every, everywhere is the same for me. Uh, as you go uh, through the years, right, uh, in terms of developing your own company, 
you have to yeah. have com- uh, you have to have confidence in terms of what you're doing. Yes. So this shows. So the more that you retain, meaning that the more confident you are, so it's easier for an insurer to participate or provide the capacity that you need to grow further. Yep. So, uh, of course, again, market so market going to be different. In Asia, we tend to buy a bit lower, and then in Europe, uh, the retention is much higher. Right. But, but we still need to push the agenda towards uh, for insurance company understanding that they need to be sure what they are writing. So yes. thus, if they are sure of the thing, they have to make sure because it's going to impact them, their yeah. financial directly. Yeah. So they have to make sure that whatever they're writing will be the greatest of the business that they can write. Understood. At the end, yes. at the end, at the end of the day, this is going to be shared with us. Okay. All right. Look, I appreciate you taking the time to have a chat to us. Yep. Is there anything that you'd like to share with us which you think is important and that you could share with us? Uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, discipline. It's all about it, discipline. It's, it's a big word. <laughs> the, the implications. I'd like to hear your yeah. views on that. So, so discipline in underwriting for me. I've been an underwriter throughout my uh, career. So there must be a discipline in both party in how we're going to uh, write the business. You have to understand yes. the risk that you're going to write. Yes. You have to understand how you're going to pass the business to your counterparts. Yes. And even the counterpart have to understand what you guys, uh, what the insurance company are writing. Yep. Uh, you shouldn't be looking at uh, uh, the uh, the cheapest way or the yep. fastest way. You have to make both ends comfortable with whatever that you are dealing with. This is partnership at the end of the day. Yes. So, so this is not a transactional business for me. No. I guess for all, we need to have, we need to make sure that this kind of uh, discipline is there throughout. Yep. So that everybody can uh, be ha- living happily ever after. After, <laughs> I, I don't say the word fairy tale, but that's what we'd like to see happen yeah. at the end of it. And it, it's, I like the choice of words too, discipline, because that there's also elements there of qualitative and quantitative mm, yeah. measurement of what the actual really risk is. And that was one of the things that's also come out is that people don't necessarily understand the risk that they're underwriting. Mm-hmm. Have you got any views on that? Yeah, because. Uh, at a certain time, you can see that people use reinsurance as a method yep. to do business. Uh, disregard in terms of the, the risk itself. Inter- yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is where, as I said, again, discipline about underwriting. Okay. You should know what you, uh, you want to write. Uh, you shouldn't be using something in terms, yep. uh, in terms of how you want to grow your top line or bottom line. Yes. So yeah, it's it's, it's like crucial. Tell, telling the board, I've got yeah. insurance, and everyone says that. Yeah, yeah. You think, it's no. not about... It's not we are here to protect you when uh, when you need it the most. Yes. So this is this is the the, the crucial part about uh, being a reinsurer. Okay, Aziri, I really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat and share your thoughts. I wish you good luck. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you in 2024 when you can give me an update on what's happened in the last <laughs> expansion Push. to 12 months. But thank you once again for having that time. Thank you very much for your time as well. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.